Brawlers, welcome back to Throwing Hands. Per usual, it's me, Jacob Janoski, but Daniel's in here. He has to work. But we're joined by special guest, LFA contender Sean McFadden. Sean, how you doing? Hey, another day, another day. I feel that. So we're just gonna we're just gonna kick it right off here. How'd you get your start in martial arts? Well, kind of an interesting story. Uh, I played 14 years of hockey. Uh, got in a little trouble in high school. Ended up getting kicked off the hockey team, but was friends with a lot of lifelong martial artists and absolutely love the WEC. I used to, you know, stay up late in my bed, uh, and watch that, watch Uriah Faber, Dominic Cruz, Donald Cerrone, all those guys. And after a couple street fights later, I was like, yeah, maybe I should try this. And took myself to a jiu-jitsu gym and downhill running from there. Wow. So would you say you have sort of a, a Minnesota or Minneapolis mentality when it comes to your fighting? Like, do does that influence the way you do stuff? Yeah, I'm super Midwest, blue-collar, hard-working guy. I mean, nobody's going to outwork me. I mean, I got the best cardio in the game. Okay, so your cardio speaks for itself. In your amateur career, you went 4-1. and one. How did this uh, prep you for your pro career? How did those uh, few fights prepare you for those? Uh, I went 9-1 and one in my amateur oh, my career. Bad. I, I got this off sure, dog, man. It's <laughs> Oh, man, nah. no. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, yeah, no, I went uh... – 91 in my amateur career, ended up uh, going 4-0, won my first title, took a short-notice fight in Nebraska, and uh, that was actually the best uh, thing that ever happened to me. Uh, cut way too much weight, did it the incorrect way, ended up losing a split decision that most would argue went my way, but, you know, it's, again, it's the best lesson I ever got taught. I mean, uh showed me that fights don't go to the, you know, make sure the fights don't go to the judges. And since then, I think I'm on a nine-fight win streak, eight of those by finish, including my entire pro career. So, Yeah, so you get to your pro career, you make your, uh, your debut at LFA 56. What were your feelings and thoughts going into this, knowing that you're finally going to get that paycheck? Uh, it, it's never been about the pay for me. It's always been about the competition, the competitive aspect. I mean – I played competitive sports my entire life, uh, basically since I was three. I think I started playing competitive soccer a little bit. Right? Well, rec soccer, I should say, you know, at, at three years old. Uh, so it's like, I, I just love to get in there and test myself. I mean, I'm truly, what it, when it comes down to it, through and through, I'm a true martial artist. I mean, I'm out here studying my art. And then when it's time to, you know, go out there and demonstrate, or like how I put it is I go out there and I paint my picture and that canvas it's just you know how I paint man I love I love what I do so you would say it's your martial arts are in a sense you know your way of expressing yourself oh 100 percent. the octagon is like my temple I feel I feel at peace more there than anywhere in the world it's crazy yeah so you you get into this next fight against Jason Huntley uh you get your first TKO victory 
what went into that uh, different strategy? What, what, what went did you get into that TKO? Cause you usually go by submission. I, I mean, I was just flowing pretty much at that point. Uh, you know, we tangled up, you know, we were playing a little bit of the boxing game. You ended up not liking the hands like most guys don't charged in kind of clinched up a little bit. And then, you know, I hit him with a little shoulder pop into that left knee to the liver. And that was the show. I mean, that's still to this day the hardest shot I think I've ever hit anybody with in my life. Jeez. So you get two sub wins in a row, uh, and then your next fight's coming up at LFA 90 versus uh, Bagasso. You know, you're going in this fight, you two have a similar skill set. What are your expectations going into this? Uh, I think he's going to be a tough kid. I think he's going to struggle with the size disadvantage. I think he's like 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, you know. He trains at a great gym out of Alpha Mill. Uh, you know, he's a tough kid from Brazil, I'm sure. But, you know, it's the Midwest mentality, you know. And straight jiu-jitsu guys don't do great against us wrestlers, especially in the mixed martial arts. I mean, I'm in there not to – and I'm not a wrestler that's going to go in there and, you know, lay and pray on you and hopefully, you know, win a decision. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to maul you from bell to bell, whether it's on the feet where I'll butcher you or whether it's on the ground where I'll maul you. Most guys give up. They concede, you know. I take that will out of their eyes. That's why I have so many sub finishes. I go, I beat them up on the feet. They take bad shots. Finish them on the ground. So would you say your uh, wrestling attributes to your great cardio? Oh, I, th I definitely think it has – it plays a big part. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a heavy body puncher too. You know, I, love, I live for the body shot. You know, there's no, you know, when you start sucking wind in there with me, I mean, it's, it's just blood in the water. You know, I get all excited. I'm like a shark. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you say this, uh, you know, the protests in Minneapolis this summer and with COVID, how has that affected your training going into this? You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, COVID has presented its challenges, but more so earlier on. Uh, my gym has done a phenomenal job. Uh, the Academy and McLean's Martial Arts has done a phenomenal job of navigating, you know, these untreaded waters, you know, and we've kind of got a good setup where we're training in pods. And, you know, I, I'm blessed to be able to train with John Castaneda, who just made it in the UFC. He's got 21, 22 pro fights. And, you know, I, me and John have been working with each other since college. So, you know, I've got a good relationship with him. Uh, also got Rashal Malik, you know, and then, you know, I, I really do have the best of ev everything in Minnesota. I have Greg Nelson as my head MMA coach and wrestling coach. I got Chris McCoon, former Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu world champion. And then I got D'Angelo Curtis, who's a phenomenal pro professional boxer here. So I, I used my time and continued to be self-motivated to train and get better. And like I said, you know, I'm not just a fighter you know I, I think it's a crappy label for guys like me because I am so much of a martial artist I mean I'm dedicated to not just learning how to fight you know I don't want to learn how to fight I want to learn how to perform I want to make this shit look pretty you know it's beautiful destruction in there when I when you're in there with me okay so ex so you were you're all we discussed earlier you're a nursing major you're trying to get that degree has that um has that affected your training at all or like has it helped you manage time better in a sense? You know, I, 
I would rather stay busy than not be busy. Uh, usually anywhere from, you know, I run, my days usually look like I start at five in the morning and I go till about seven at night. It's like six, about six o'clock. I usually get home and I finish up homework usually around nine, 10 o'clock. So uh, it, it definitely presents its challenges, but you know, I'm 25 years old. I don't got kids. I don't got dogs. I got a beautiful girlfriend who I love very much, but you know, she's an absolute grinder too. being a professional canoeer. Uh, also she's a, in her master's program for social work and she's working herself. So, I mean, I'm surrounded by really good people who, you know, not only mot like show me that how much, you know, how you can grind, but like, you know, somebody kind of grind right there with me, you know, she's definitely been an absolute major blessing in my life. And she showed me that I can do more than I can even think. In what ways does she motivate you? She gives me no excuses. <laughs> Absolutely none. You know, she is, she gets up maybe a half hour after me, you know, starts work, you know, does her school, does her internship. She does everything, man. I mean, having somebody like that who also grinds, you know, 14, 16 hours a day right alongside of you, you know, I can't, I can't let her outdo me almost. I mean, it's, it's not a competition like that by any means, but knowing that somewhat, you know, it's uh kind of when like, I don't want to say it's suffering because that's not what I'm doing to myself, but when somebody, you know, along just grinding with you, you, there's a kind of partnership that you really do develop through that and a trust and a vulnerability. And I've developed that with her and, you know, it's really turned out to be a really beautiful relationship. Well, that's, that's pretty nice. You know, it's always nice having that person to, you know, help motivate you along your side. I mean, I can definitely relate to that. So expectations going forward, uh, you know, after you get this win, where do you see yourself going from here? Tell Dana, tell Mick, tell Sean, Sean Shelby, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm ready for the UFC, man. I mean, plain and simple. I'm a brown belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu that can box, that can wrestle, and that can kick hard. My clinch is devastating. I finish guys on the clinch. I finish guys in the clinch. I finish guys on top of them. I've ground and pounded guys out. You know, I've I've had such an extensive amateur career and you look at all of my or all of my amateur wins in the later portion of my career I don't fight guys with losing records I think the in nine or ten in the, I think I've in my total fight career I've maybe fought guys with losing records like three or four times and that was all that amateur and that was early on too so it's like I'm, I'm ready. You know, I, I've faced good competition and I not only beat them, but finished them, all of them. I think I'm on like a six, seven, a fight finishing streak. And I'm just going to keep extending that. I mean, these guys on the regional circuit can't keep up with my game. I'm that good. And how do you, how would you say that LFA will prepare you for uh, the competition that's in the UFC? Oh, I mean, LFA is the best in the best in the business. I mean, I always call it Division One MMA. I mean, you want to go to the pros, you want to go to the NFL per se for for MMA. You go through LFA. You know, I'm a Division One blue chip athlete, and I know it. And I'm one of the best in the business coming up at 135. 
I mean, the sugar show got derailed, so it's time yeah. for the train to come through. <laughs> yeah, I hope sugar can accept that loss one day. But so, is there anything else you would like to say? You know, words of advice, words of motivation. Man, words of advice for any amateur coming up. Uh, focus on your martial arts training. Don't be a fighter. It's good to have the physique. It's good to have, you know, the ability to talk. But if you can't fight, if you can't back it up with skill and technique, you know, you get tired. Okay. It's just plain and simple. Uh, you know, I, I got a buddy who's going through a, a very, he's probably in stage four pancreatic cancer right now. And I just want to give him a big shout out, you know, Eric Riley. You know, keep grinding, brother. Keep pushing. Uh, otherwise, man, you know, thank you to all my sponsors, Deserafite, uh, Accelerated Chiropractic, uh, Accelerated Chiropractic, uh, my buddy over at USO, Cryotherapy, Iridium Sports Agency, Hong Thai Maple Grove, best, Hong, best Thai food around, uh, you know, and all, you know, all those guys who are constantly helping me out, you know, shouting me out. Also, Apollo. Uh, my boy Apollo, he's a Minis local Minnesota guy. He's got some bangers. Check him out. Mamba by Apollo. You'll hear it during the walkout. Uh, otherwise, man, uh, yeah, thank you to my coaches. Thank you to my team. Thank you to my family. Hey, thoughts and prayers to your friend, man. All right. So where can the people find you on social media, Sean? Uh, hit me up at Sean uh, on Instagram, Sean underscore Lucky underscore McPadden. M-C-P-A-D-D-E-N. Uh, Twitter is going to be McPadden Sean. And Facebook, Sean Lucky McPadden. Find me. Don't, and if you can't find me, don't worry. You'll see me everywhere real shortly. Because, like I said, Sugar Show is derailed. Time for the real Sean to stop in. All right, man. Uh, I appreciate the confidence, and I appreciate you coming on the show today, man. Thanks, sir. You have a good All one. Right. All right, guys, you can catch Sean McPadden at LFA 90 on Friday, correct? Friday, September 4th, UFC Fight Pass. All right, guys, Sean McPadden, everybody.